0: Welcome back to the Damn Your Tall Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Felicia, a.k.a. J, along with Graham. We're still sticking with a.k.a. Sir Reads-A-Lot. Yep. So, it's Memorial Weekend. It's Saturday as you're listening to this, but um, we're recording this on Sunday because we're going to Nashville, Tennessee next weekend. Woo!
1: And by next weekend, she means this weekend as you are listening to it.
0: Uh, yes, we will be there actually driving up there because we're not flying because it's only like five and a half hours. So save the money. Well, probably, I don't know if it's going to be less money to drive or to fly.
1: Yeah, with how much fuel costs have gone up. The the thing that I think will be the breaker would be that we would have to rent a car and then pay fuel costs. So I think it's probably going to wind up being cheaper to drive your car down there. Uh,
0: there's Uber and stuff. You really want to go somewhere in New Reeds. But yeah, I think it'll be cheaper. But anyway, yes, I am going to the... Music City Track Carnival in Nashville, Tennessee. And I've been to Tennessee before, but I don't think I've ever been to, like, Nashville, which you said is the most relevant part, apparently.
1: <laughs> Basically, yeah.
0: So, yes, I we will both be headed down there. So, because uh, it's on a Sunday, which it's been a while since I've thrown on a Sunday. So, yeah, we're going to be headed out Saturday as you're listening to this. And my lovely family thanks mom dad and whitney uh are gonna be watching boeing for us
1: yeah they're gonna be taking care of him and they're gonna be loving him and he's also what's really nice for him actually i don't think he actually cares because he's a dog is that they have a fenced in backyard so he's to go out there and wander around and sniff at the edges and then wander back
0: yeah he just likes going on the outer perimeter and just like sniffing around and then he comes by the door like i'm done
1: i have checked everything
0: Everybody is safe here. No burglars, even though it's like bright outside.
1: Well, you know, he's using his incredibly advanced senses and his extensive knowledge of security.
0: Mm hmm. Anyway, yes, so we finally get another meet on the docket. Hopefully, get some good marks for this one. Um, I've never been to it um i think this is i don't even know what like track type of league this is in. Uh, my coach just basically said hey there's a meet coming up next week and you can drive to it i was like all right
1: (laughs) yep and i'll and i'm sure i'll be doing most of driving at least down probably back will probably make for um uh probably make you do some of the back but down there i'll you know try to keep the you allow you to focus on the competition
0: I'll probably be driving because we're going to leave early in the morning. So, I'll probably start out the heavy load with the early morning shift because I do want to get there at, like, a reasonable time and, like, relax and not be, like, on the road the day before a whole, like, because it's going to be a really quick turnaround for us. Like, we're going down Saturday, compete Sunday at, like, 11, and then as soon as that's over, I'm going to hopefully be able to get a shower <laughs> at the hotel and then leave. That That's basically it. And then because we have work. On Monday, I'm pretty sure I got practice on Monday, morning.
1: I don't know. I mean, man, your practice is your practice.
0: Oh uh, no, I'm talking about you. You got work.
1: Yes, I will have work.
0: Yeah, so it's. I wish it would have been like this. Nah, nah, because then we would have had like Monday off. But I understand why. But yep. Or, I think it works out better that the meets on a Sunday because we can come down on Saturday because you can help me drive. Otherwise, I would have to do it myself, and that would be. Mm-hmm. not as fun so yes that is what we are up to next weekend or today as you were listening to this also I took Winnie to the movies yeah. my elderly sister as I wrote down
1: <laughs> yes the, that poor woman is not elderly she was yelling at you to not call her elderly and specifically to not call her elderly on the podcast too late I did it because I know she listens <laughs>
0: Yeah, we went to go see Doctor Strange, and that's the second time i see it. It's the first time she saw it, so she really enjoyed it, so we just went out, enjoyed the weekend. I know everybody went to go see Top Gun, Maverick, or whatever latest edition.
1: Latest edition on the U.S. Navy advertising program. Yeah, so a
0: lot of people... Apparently, it's gotten good reviews, but it just does not look like my type of movie.
1: The only way I want to see that movie is with my dad, and probably with a film camera in front of him, because he uh was a naval aviator training pilots at the time that came out so he got to deal with a whole bunch of people who saw Top Gun and thought that was like life was the Navy was like yep
0: so we went and got, uh, saw that and we didn't have to stay for the very end credit scene because I was like I just told her what happened like we stayed for the mid credit scene and I was like we're not staying for the end because me Will Thomas and Bueller did that already and I was like we didn't have to stay all the way for, to watch the credits for that but uh what else did I go see? Um I'm trying to think. I don't remember the last movie we actually went to together. I remember the last movie with my mom was Lion King. She really enjoyed it, but she also complains about the prices of like popcorn.
1: Well, the thing is that the the whole industry has shifted over to the whole movie industry has shifted over to being dependent on um concessions on concessions, not on the actual movies anymore. So that's a big problem.
0: Pro tip, when you go to the movies, which I'm pretty sure everybody knows this, go to the store and get your own damn candy and bring your own drinks in.
1: Right, which then just undermines the ways that they make their money, so it just becomes a vicious cycle of overpriced food that nobody wants to buy. Funding, you know. Yeah, but, like,
0: there's still people that go there, buy popcorn, and do all that stuff, but, like... um i only buy like popcorn or something if it's free like i'm uh, asc stubs members thank you thank you round of applause there if you can add that in a post uh, oh <laughs> hold it hold it down people hold it down thank you thank you uh yes i am a amc uh, actually i am a AAC, amc Premier stubs member thank you thank you keep it coming yes thank you thank you okay all right so we it. So we it, hopefully can had that in <laughs> as the applause there. apparently
1: i just need to go find just a whole bunch of people clapping and slap that in here
0: so yes um but they give you for your birthday you get a um actual like free large popcorn and a free large drink that was like the and i saved it because it's good for like three or four months and when i took my mom I was like oh we can get free popcorn and free uh a free drink so i let my mom have the drink and we ate the popcorn and their popcorn is not that special, but it's so expensive. But popcorn is so cheap. Oh, to the, make. their
1: margins are insane on popcorn.
0: Like, the bucket was huge. And my mom was like, Oh, I should get something. To go. I was like, You're not going to eat this popcorn, Bob. She's like, I might. I was just like, Okay, mom. But yeah concession prices are are like it's, unless you go to like the one where I went to go see Dr strange uh the flicks hashtag not sponsored and hashtag not sponsored by amc but the,
1: but the flicks that's a whole different um model because that's a meal
0: yeah I'm talking about like that's actual dinner like dinner type it, I mean it's still kind of expensive but not like it's like roughly the same price you would get at like a, you know a regular restaurant because everything is a little bit more expensive now I think the drinks are pretty because they're it's like a brew house so they do have like their own brews there and stuff like that so but yes we I saw it again and like I said I'm not the huge a huge doctor Strange fan I was really I can't wait for uh probably the next movie I'll go see is probably Jurassic Park and I know you're not a huge Jurassic Park person
1: I'm surprised you haven't plan to see the Bob's Burgers movie. You like the show. You like the show, too. Yeah, but I also don't watch movies, so...
0: It'd be just an extended cartoon. It's like a 90 minute special. There you go. Is, just think of it like that. Is,
1: is there something wrong with that? No.
0: I I mean, I would probably go see... I'd probably wait. It'll probably be on Hulu, because, you know, movies don't stay in the movie theaters uh, that long anymore. So, um, but yeah, Jurassic Park, um... And what was the other one? Oh, uh, the Thor movie. Um, I really enjoyed the third one. The first two, I could not get through. So I really didn't watch them. And I don't think you really need to. Um, So yeah, the Thor and the uh, Jurassic Park movie, I'm pretty... Hopefully, this Jurassic Park movie is better. Because it was still kind of good. The second one, I didn't really care for, but... Now that I'm rambling, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get on that topic, but um, Graham, do you have uh, Boeing had a small adventure?
1: Yes, he did. When he was at your parents' house, he was when he was at your parents' house. He was normally he sleeps in their laundry room, which goes in the garage. Um, of course, he sleeps there because he sleeps everywhere because he's a sleepy dog. But apparently, your sister let him out. And he wandered around for a little bit. Then he climbed up the stairs. Uh, She didn't
0: let him out. He just like forces his way through because he's so small and he's so low to the ground.
1: Well, that's because she didn't close the door all the way. That's on her. Yes, that is true. That's on you, Whitney. Uh, so she. So he op- forced his way open, stepped around a bit, and then just apparently just climbed up the stairs. An entire full flight of stairs on this dog that is equivalent of 102 years old. Climbed all the way upstairs and just like, hey, Whitney, how you doing? To get some pets, and then she had to carry it back down. Cause he's like, I am not going back down those stairs. I was never good at it. I'm even worse now. That's because he's
0: 102 and he probably can't go downstairs at this point anymore. Like we have like three little steps to coming up into our house, and sometimes he trips over those. And I just think it's cause he's clumsy.
1: I think it's those. I think he's screwing up cause he's going, just going too damn fast.
0: That's because every time you let him out, it's usually in the morning, cause he knows he's gonna get food. So he's like. I'll just stay right by the house, pee, and then run back up the stairs. I'm like, dog, you gotta at least poop. Or sometimes he'll pee and then poop, like, right there. He's like, alright, now I get my food, right?
1: Yeah, which is kind of <laughs> kind of obnoxious. I mean, you're like, dog... And, you, and then everyone is always like, oh, what am I... Uh, well, why don't you walk your dog? And it's because he won't walk. He's the worst walker in the world.
0: No, oh, he is such a bad walker.
1: Like, You
0: just basically drag him. That's why I'm like, I wish he would just, if he was a walker, that'd be better because you take him on, you know, walk around, but you're literally drag. It's like if like a kid is just like having a temper tantrum and they just sit down and you, you know, you see, sometimes you see the parents like pulling them. That's what it's like. You're just like dragging 30 pounds Mm -hmm. behind you.
1: Yes. And he's fighting with you the whole time when you're dragging him along.
0: Oh yeah, because he'll be like, I don't. He'll like do that neck thing, like, eh, I don't want it. And you're like, all right, fine. Then you just pick him up, and he's like, oh, this is what I want. Yeah,
1: yeah, that just plays into his
0: desires. Or like when your parents used to walk him and Sal, they would like, all right, who wants Boeing? I'm like, I don't want him. I'd rather have Sal. at least he walks because, um, it's like okay, the two dogs like sal will be in the front then like your dad would usually walk sal and then you would take boeing and then me and your mom would be in the back making sure boeing doesn't linger because he'll be like la la, la la like drifting towards the back and we're like nope kick him in the butt keep him moving
1: oh it was even worse when you when you had him and sal because boeing would drag oh no why are you walking so I'm like yay i'm walking i'm smelling everything yay is that how sal sound uh, yes, this how Sal sounded Oh my gosh
0: So yes, that was his big adventure for this weekend We did go over to Mom's house um, And uh, we had Like a little cookout, we didn't really cook out My mom has a little ninja grill because she doesn't have a grill yet
1: <laughs> There was no we That was 100% your mother
0: I'm saying us We went to a cookout Meaning we, the joint we My mom did cook, yes Hey, I brought the hot dogs, otherwise we wouldn't have had any, so I helped.
1: Yeah, on the most basic of levels.
0: Uh, It's important to help bring food. If she would have asked for something else, I would have brought it.
1: I know, I'm just just saying, let's not give the impression that we did anything. Your mom did all the work.
0: Kept her entertained. And had fun. We were sitting there chatting and found out something very interesting about my mom and our neighbor across the street who we moved into our house in 2000 and like 2003 no like it was like it's been 20 years we moved there when i was like 12 so our neighbor like there used to be this guy his name was herb And sadly, Herb passed away. He was a really nice guy. He used to wave. He he was really nice. And, you know, he was old when we moved there. So I can imagine how old he was then. But he passed away this year. And I really didn't know the wife. And uh, my mom didn't really know his wife. We just basically called herb's house. I don't even know their last name. So it's just Herb, Herb. (laughs) to, To me, technically. His full name is Herb, Herb. And. Um, you know, my mom went there to do her condolences for, you know, she, her, she lost her husband and that's when they kind of started to like, you know, talk and everything. Cause she's all in this big giant house, like a four bedroom house by herself now. And my mom sometimes picks up the mail and once her started like getting sick and everything, she would get his mail and like, she'd roll his trash can in cause they're both older than my parents. And my mom didn't know her name, like she told her maybe like once I guess when they first met, but <laughs> according to my mom, and I quote, I am in too deep now because um her passed away in February and it is now May and she <laughs> didn't know the lady's name.
1: They went. The lady took your mom out to a steak dinner, and she still couldn't remember the name. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So my mom was in too deep and she was trying, we were talking about it and we were just in there laughing and we're like, mom, you got to like maybe introduce us over there. Like she hasn't like, she sees us, but I don't think she knows our names unless mom told her like in passing. And we're like, okay, we'll figure out a way how to like do it. And we were just, you know, having dinner. mom was like, Oh, I'll make her a plate. And, and, um, uh, Oh, first of all, my mom thought her name started with an M, and that was totally wrong.
1: Oh, and we were sitting there like, okay, well, it's probably just like a really common M name. That's probably why I remember. So Marcus was like, Mary... Uh, what did your sister have? Your sister had to guess. Mildred. Mildred, like, yes, yeah, right. Just and, older lady oh, names. Yeah, yeah. Mariam. Yeah.
0: And, like, she... And she was completely wrong about, like, the name of this lady. Um. But anyway... <laughs> so my mom's like oh i'll make her a plate and um i came up with the idea i was like oh you should have graham take over the plate and get her name and mom's like
1: oh that's perfect oh it was it was it was like a bolt from the blue Like, oh yes this is a perfect plan i'll make my son-in-law do it
0: yes that way because she's seen him but she doesn't know his name so it'd be a good way to introduce them and she can find out the lady's name. I'm not going to say her name, but. Um,
1: no, we, need, we can say her name.
0: She might listen to the podcast. You don't know?
1: Well, no, well, I mean, already we're talking about her husband. We're using her husband's name.
0: His name is Herb Herb. How many Herbs do you know? <laughs> <laughs> You leave Herb Herb out of this. He was a nice guy. But, okay. Yeah, you want to go ahead and find out.
1: You go ahead and tell your. I'll tell my part of the story. So, Lo put together a nice plate. And I, I took it across the street. And I, well, low called ahead, head. <laughs> so low calls on her phone that has her in there as Herb's wife. So if you want to talk about identity erasure, there you go. I had your
0: uh, dad's phone number when, like, he came and picked me up for the first time when I met him as Graham's dad. So Well, I you still that. have him in as Graham's dad. Oh, that's just funny now.
1: <laughs> but so she came in and I I went over and I said, so called us, I knew I was coming. Because you forgot to mention that the previous night someone got really drunk and tried to get into her house. So she was kind of spooked already. So we, so I went over there and I was kind of like, okay, I knocked and she was all polite and everything. And I had to intentionally stop her from leaving and say, Oh, my name's my, my name's Graham. I don't think I've been introduced. And she's like, Oh, my name's LaDonna. And then I brought that back to your mother and you and your sister. (laughs)
0: It was funny. (laughs) <laughs> because my mom was completely wrong on the first initial <laughs> and we're like I, I had to make sure like stop you before you, i was like make sure you get the name that's the whole point of this mission that's At, the whole point it, of this mission it
1: actually is a good thing that she did that because it was it was a complete unnatural i had to insert getting her name from her because she didn't mention it when i brought it over so apparently it was that was important
0: Yes, and me and Whitney were just (laughs) clouding on because that is when she told us, she's like, she took me out to steak dinner. I was like, what? Mom? I was like, yeah, you're past the point of being in too deep here. You're, like, in 20 feet. We've left the shallow end. We're in the the super deep end. We're in the depths. Okay? Because this lady gave mom steaks, and now they're starting to, like, build a relationship. So now, mom... (laughs) Can, uh, actually, uh... uh like, okay. Yeah. Be friends and just say her name all the time. But she actually calls her Flo. <laughs> <laughs> so, and mom's like, eh, you know what? It's whatever. So, she actually knows her name. So, that's why we were like, yeah, mom, you were in way too deep. You, you, she was, like, signing papers for her and, like, as a witness. I was like, yeah, you can't ask her for her name now. And she was, like, trying to look at the documents and, and trying to figure out her name. I was like, oh, mom... <laughs> It just reminded me of uh when Charlie was trying to figure out uh that skit in that Always scene. Sunny Philadelphia. Yeah, it's always sunny where he was like trying to figure out who was the uh the ma- in the mail room. I forgot the name of it, but they reminded me of Pepe hat.
1: Sylvia. Yeah, oh, Pepe
0: Silvia. name is Pepe Sylvia. I got boxes full of Pepe Sylvia. And he was like having all these lines, he's just like freaking out. He's like, Charlie, did you pick up Smokey? Pepe Sylvia Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So, yes, we, we got the mystery solved. I got the mystery solved. Uh, first of all, it was my
1: idea. I was the one who actually had to do it.
0: I could have did it. Exactly. That's why you're not saying it. But anyway. you didn't. Because Ma, it was easier for you because she definitely doesn't know you. I lived over there until I was
1: 18, for 12 to 18. So, yeah. Yeah, but you could have called her Mrs. Whatever her last name is. Which yeah. we, that we Mrs. Would Herb. That was well. That we <laughs> also shouldn't say on the podcast. What? Her, her actual last name? That'd be. Oh, I, but well, you don't remember. Don't have it, so it doesn't it. even matter.
0: I have no idea what their last names are. They're just the Herbs. Herb. Herb is their. <laughs> is their house?
1: <laughs> what? Do you know your parents' neighbors? No, but they've all moved since I've been there. Shut up. Except for the one family diagonally across that was good friends with my sister, whose name. I would probably remember if I rooted around my memory long enough, which we really bothered oh, to listen to.
0: Oh, so you don't remember, Mister Pepe Sylvia? Got boxes of Pepe Sylvia. Exactly. So yes, that was <laughs> that was for my mom. Uh, has we, my parents have lived there for over twenty years. <laughs> and first of all, they don't know the last name. <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so We. I'm nice sure. I'm sure.
1: If. Your mom was pushed to it. And she could remember it if she really needed to.
0: Eh, you know, once you're friends with somebody, you don't really need to know their last name. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I don't really introduce. I just introduce them by their first name. You don't need to know all their last name. Don't worry about it. I have no last name. It's Felicia X. <laughs> don't
1: worry. Don't worry about it. Or, I mean, it could be with me that I got it right in the black culture uh, trivia game that we played at your friend's house. You want to talk about that? Oh, yeah, we had a board
0: game night. This is number, this is the second one we've talked about on the podcast so far. We're getting out, people. We're. I mean, Rona's still out here clapping lobes, but we are getting out a little bit because Rona is, and uh, Omarion and Rona. are here to stay (laughs) they ain't going nowhere so you know we just gotta basically wash our hands and uh gotta continue to live life but yes we went to beeler's uh new apartment well new to you because you hadn't seen i've only been there once but uh well second time now and it's also race weekend here in indiana so there was a whole bunch of people here but honestly out of that one car crash where we saw that person where we were coming back from my Aunt aunt's house, right. there was, n-
1: like, no accidents. Yeah, it was kind of surprising. There's cars from all other places. Uh, Ontario, a bunch from Michigan for some reason. Some from Ohio. Um, but yeah, a bunch of people coming into the city to watch a whole bunch of people go fast and to left.
0: It's a big deal. I just can't get into NASCAR, but that's, like, a whole different story.
1: I lived next to... T- I mentioned this to your... DeBuehler and his friend, um, I lived next to Talladega for, like, 18 months, and I never bothered to go over there.
0: That just doesn't interest you. I bet if you live, like, right next to, like, Miami, like, the Miami
1: Heat, you probably... I grew up outside Chicago. I have never been up to Sears Tower.
0: Okay, see there. Well, you're also from Illinois, so you're not, like, a tourist. Like, when your parents made me go to the Bean, I was like, I don't want to do touristy things.
1: The bo- the Bean is not just touristy, though. It is super touristy. No, no, a lot of people from Chicago do go to the Bean. Yeah, they're tourists in their own state, weirdos. No, no, there's a lot of people from Chicago. There's a whole bunch of dudes there from the south side of Chicago who just came out and were hanging out at the park. Yeah,
0: I just, and well, first of all, there's a lot of people there. And there a are a lot there. of people and I'm like, I don't know if I'll be touching it now with the Rona going around. Because <laughs> people's handprints are just like, like it's just a clear like a globe, like a mirror, a giant mirror bean. It's
1: just a giant mirror. It's the cloud gate is the name of the statue. Bean. Um, But yeah, it's a giant, it's bean. a bunch of steel um, steel plates that were I believe bolted and welded in place and then polished. <laughs> There's a picture of me. I don't know of you and me in front of it and for some reason we were engaged and I still was hovering my hand above your shoulder like I couldn't touch you. It's the oh, yeah.
0: thing. that's because I didn't want to go and your mom was very insistent on making us go there. And the picture is if I could find it and I think it's at your parents' house. It's
1: they printed out a copy of it. It's up on their wall.
0: Yeah. And it's so because it's like when we go into their house and the back door, it's like the first thing you see. Is that picture? Because that's where you put your keys in your wallet and stuff. And Graham is like, imagine both of us standing there. His arm is over like my shoulder, but it's hovering, and his hand is like super straight. It looks very uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm just every time I look at that, I'm just like, ah, oh. it's it's not even like, oh, this was when we we had just started dating. We had just started getting to know each other. No, we were engaged when we took that photo.
0: Yeah, we were like two years in. So I don't know why you were hovering. Yeah, I don't but. know why either.
1: I think it's because I I understood how uncomfortable you were, and I was kind of like, let's just take this and get out of here.
0: Yeah, because I still was trying to get to know your parents a little bit, still there. But anyway, we got sidetracked. Uh, we went to play some board games, and we had some quesadillas, and we finally, I finally got to play the Power Rangers deck builder and it was a little complicated at first
1: the power rangers deck builder the core game is like any of the other deck builders of the dominion kind of lineage it's very similar to the dc deck builder actually um but this one unlike most deck builders is asymmetrical there's a villains and a heroes team and the goal is you're beating, beating each other up until one of the other loses um but it took us a while to get just the basic mechanics down and then we still didn't get the, like, actual game-winning things, which is the Megazord and the villain layer. And, like, we barely touched those mechanics because we were too busy struggling with the other mechanics. Um, yeah. And for me, it was complete <laughs> The the young woman... I, I'll th- I know what her name is, but I just kind of want to say it because we don't know her like that. But Beeler's friend, um, she was... <laughs> You know, I would say these things, and I, you know, I never watch Power Rangers because I had better things to do with my time, like punch myself in the head.
0: We're gonna watch that now. I'm just dead serious. We're gonna watch some episodes now, yes, yes, you will.
1: You have you ever even seen it? I saw, I think, a half of one episode. Okay, so
0: now we got to watch at least the older movie because that was like my favorite movie for a while. I still like it (laughs) anyway. I want to be a Power Ranger so bad. Sorry, yeah, no, you've
1: got a scar from it. Anyways, but, so, I mean, I didn't know any of this stuff, so I'm just reading all of these random words, and she just started laughing, because it just sounded so goofy. But anyways, what the, the result was that we just basically missed what it, I think is kind of the unique mechanic of that game, which is the asymmetrical, where the good guys make the Megazord, or whatever the hell it is, and then the bad guys build a layer of bad guys. And we completely missed that part. We did win, though. You and I won yeah but it it was a little complicated but we
0: actually so you're still saying like we didn't get all the mechanics so man, i'm kind of glad
1: maybe i didn't get that game <laughs> so i'm glad you didn't because i don't think we would have really played it. because frankly i mean as far as deck builders i enjoyed dominion way more and dominion is more flexible yeah dominion is a lot more easy oh
0: there are some uh expansions what's the one i really don't like because it's a little more complicated adventures yeah, adventures is a little bit more complicated. But that's the thing: is
1: adventures is more complicated, but you don't like it, so we just don't play it. And we it, like, play it with sometimes. We, just we play it, it sometimes, up. but we generally don't play it. And the adventures, it's not really like super complicated. It's not like we're not playing Arkham Horror here or something. We should have brought that, but that
0: the pro- we did not have enough room for. Well, that. well first
1: off, <laughs> we barely had enough space. We didn't have enough space for the the deck builder we were playing. But that, yeah. And then we also played Red Flags? Was that the name of it? Uh, Well,
0: the second game we played was Black Card Revoked. And I think we had fun with that.
1: I think if we had more people, it, it's definitely a party game. It's definitely a party game. And we couldn't. <laughs> we were having a such a hard time figuring out how to score it. So we just played it without scoring, which was fine, because we all had fun doing it with two white people and two black people playing the Black Card Revoked game.
0: I feel like all my answers were right, so... <laughs> we especially did especially with the was it uh was your mom's like let's close my screen door like you're letting the hot yeah. area i was like
1: my mom would say all these things well no your mom wouldn't say anything about the screen door because your mom would have the ac on again yes she would have the ac on but
0: in our old house we did have a screen door and when we would come in and out like me and my cousins would come in i said all right either inside or out close my screen door you're letting my air out yeah all of
1: those things <laughs> well as my mom i definitely definitely would have been uh so about don't damage the screen door because we because i grew up in a house without air which apparently makes me a backwards savage
0: anyway so yeah we did black card revoked and that was pretty fun and because we only did three and then we did the red flag game which i never heard of and that was pretty
1: fun yeah it, it's kind of in the same theme as well a lot of those card games like um uh, apples to apples kind of same thing where you're trying to every person is trying to get a date for the, the whatever player. So for instance, when I was playing all three of them would put in the person they thought I'd be interested in dating. And then you play these red flags on them to turn them from a possible date, possible partner into a ruined thing, such as at one point, Fel- one of the people Felicia was considering dating was just dead. But they had a lot, and then they also had some goofy stuff, like it's constantly riding a Segway. And then they had, some, they had some grosser stuff with, um, the college nickname was The Rapist, and stuff like that. But it was, um, so it's kind of all over the place. It was, I mean, it was, it was kind of fun, but it's also weird, because some of them, like, frankly, turned out to be, I thought would be advantages. And then this weird thing where they had, as a potential dating partner was, is a porn star, but as a red flag was directed pornos. So, I was like, apparently, whoever made this game's got some issues they need to figure out.
0: Yeah, like, so, you were building a date for, like, you know, he would switch every time, so, and then the person to the left would put, like, a bad red yeah. card on, like, the good card. But some of those white cards, like, I had one was, like, has a genie. I was like, that's not that great. I had
1: one where it was makes scented candles
0: yeah that's Which, very specific you if like a person's like i love scented candles you could can play it for them yeah, but yeah. it's very specific
1: yeah and then but so anyways it it wound up being fun because you did wind up with these goofy personality and the fun part was when you had to defend it and you had to like build a case for why like why the i had one of those he owned a for he owned a ferrari and they had two, i wish i could remember like one complete example to give to you
0: yeah, I, I remember two two of mine. Um, for the first one, I put it on Beeler's, and it was, uh, he was, what was the first part? I just, oh, he's a like a chef. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, yeah, he's a chef, but he's a poop chef. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I forgot what the, the other one was. I know you said, like, make it, but that was, like, the main one that stuck out. I was like, oh, he's a poop chef. And then he, like, farts or poops out something. Or it like, was like,
1: right. And then and then so you had to sit there and you had to be like, um
0: I remember another one. I think one of mine that I was trying to make, I think it was for you, was like, oh, they're a model and they're like, they write a segue. Okay, always and writing a segue. Yeah. Always like literally always writing a segue. And then she put is dead right Right. (laughs) and then so
1: felicia has to argue why this person is a better dating candidate than the other two people so she had to somehow construct a case like oh well they're a beautiful corpse (laughs) yeah
0: basically i was like they're a model yeah they're dead but they look beautiful in their casket (laughs) and the segue is amazing i was like there's no way they're gonna pick this like your first date is just gonna be at a funeral
1: yeah and then i oh i had one where they owned a they owned an island in the Bahamas, but they were into torture and, um, see, I can never remember the third one, but anyway, so it was like, I was like trying to justify like, oh, they have, they have an island in the Bahamas, but okay, so they're into torture. I mean, is that really that bad? Oh, and they like literally have been stalking. Oh, and they've been literally stalking you since middle school. So I was like, look, they're obviously a big fan of yours since they've been stalking you since middle school. And so what if they're a little bit into torture? And then I was like, you know what? And the other two ones were way better. So like, you know what? I'm gonna make him a Chicago police officer. And she was like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That's not
0: gonna get you anywhere." So yeah, it was a it was a whole bunch of stuff like that. There was there was some fun ones, and then there was just like some that some of the red flags weren't that bad, but there was like ones like, "Oh, their mouth is literally a butthole," and then they just explosive yeah, diarrhea. That's
1: explosive, that, diarrhea. They also had explosive <laughs> yeah. diarrhea, which yeah. um, so I mean, it was it kind of fun, but I I don't think I would have bought it. <laughs> it's
0: a, another like party type yeah. game that'd be fun i, I, I with, think like, it was a lot more people doing. i don't
1: know I, I think i feel like it was a little too structured like the advantage of apples to apples is that it is quick you just put out the one or, one or two cards and you're done um i think that it added complexity like i i liked the conceit of building these cases but i don't know just i think it was fun because you have to like fight like oh yeah they may be a quote-unquote like
0: you know, stalker or just a little bit of a, like was it was uh
1: cannibal or whatever? Right, yeah. amateur cannibal. Oh, I liked the one where they said amateur vigilante and I was like that by definition vigilantes are amateurs, but when you're, if you're a professional vigilante, you're a law enforcement officer, but I didn't say that because I didn't want to interfere with that. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then one of your friends texted him at 4 a.m. saying he'd be over. I was like, well, I heard that. I was like, he's not showing up. And then he sent us a text at like 6 o'clock saying he was still hung over and wouldn't make it.
0: Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, well, I think it's just going to be us. Well, there was more food and cookies for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so, that- so that was nice. Yeah, we just sat around and, you know, that's that's what our parties are now is just like kind of kick back, put a little YouTube lo-fi
1: music on. and That's what my parties have always been like. Except for when they were land parties. All right, nerd. Oh, I yeah. just say. Well, we're in our
0: thirties now. Well, you're you were probably you were definitely probably the oldest person there. Oh, probably.
1: But I mean, you know, I've been old since I was born. So.
0: Yes, you have. So yes, that's what we did. And uh, I wish we can get some more board games at the like nerd shop on like Saturdays or something. But mm-hmm. there is one guy who tries to put them together, but he's like to he like, do life. like I don't know uh, Dominion night or
1: part of the problem from their perspective is how to make money off it because the magic mm -hmm.
0: i got an idea like have everybody chip in and i know magic's a big thing put a card deck like somewhat less so you can still make the money Mm -hmm. and whoever you know do the rounds and the brackets and all that stuff and whoever wins gets that make it a surprise
1: surprise. yeah Yeah, that might work well i was going to say is you in order for them to turn a profit, I mean, to an extent, they make money selling snacks and drinks. I don't know what their margins are on that. I don't know how much of their profit is that, but I really get the the sense that their primary profit comes from selling Magic. Lar- and I think, probably largely online. So, and the advantage with when you host Magic, even if you don't, even if you're not charged, if you just have the table space, people come in and they play Commander they're still, they're going to buy magic stuff from you. They're going to get cards from you. They're going to get sleeves from you. They're going to get stuff from you. Whereas with Dominion, you buy the Dominion box. And the only thing you can do is buy more Dominion expansions. And that's it. And, or, and that's, and that's a game with a lot of expansions. If they were to get, if, if they were even to stock, say Arkham Horror, Arkham Horror has some expansions, but not a whole lot. So it's like, they sell that, then they're done. There's, you know, so that's what, that's, Magic's continual release schedule provides for some real income opportunities.
0: I know there's like Catan stuff; they can do that. They don't really seem like a Catan crowd, though. They don't really seem like anything but just like the Magic whatever four player thing, Captain or yeah, you know, <laughs> Commander, whatever the hell it is. So yeah, that's that's all they seem like. But I said they should do like a mario kart they got tvs in there so i don't know why they do not do a mario kart everybody just uh somebody bring their switch in and people play and somebody gets a jackpot of magic cards the
1: other the other store did those tournaments and stuff
0: yeah i remember and they did like uh smash bros i was like those are pretty popular games and like mario party just like to get people in like you get people in they're like oh there's other stuff in here and oh okay about to start our shadow run i feel got to finish my character but i'll probably finish that tomorrow um i'm excited to finally get back into shadow run again (laughs) Uh,
1: i I think it's it's interesting how much that game appeals to you i know a large part of it is the mechanics you like rolling to shoot and stab people and i have robot legs yeah i know but um that maybe i guess you, you tend not to engage the larger narrative too much which is fine um But, I mean, it's Cyberpunk. It is a very bleak, oppressive setting, and you really enjoy it, so... Yes, it's dark like myself. (laughs) It's extremely dark.
0: Yes, it's fun. I don't know. I think it's just because, like, I can have, like, all these cool gadgets, and it's like, oh, I can be, like, a super, like, techie person and all that stuff. It's fun. Right. You get to be something other than yourself.
1: And it intersects with reality enough. That's okay. I've always wondered what would have happened. And also... Robot legs, and I have a third drone eye mm-hmm. that you can use to then shoot blindly through walls.
0: Yes, it's great.
1: So, we're gonna, uh, it's, it's the sixth edition, so.
0: And also, there's two other black women in this group, so I'm really excited.
1: It's, 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 it's these two players um, that Fleetch is referring to actually came in through. Um, another, another guy, another guy came in and was asked about D&D and I was running d and games. So they joined and I was like, I would like to start Shatterrun to play with Felicia. And they were like, oh, okay. That sounds really interesting. So now my party is half white men, half black women, which is just kind of a, which is, which is great. I'm excited. For-
0: which never happens.
1: Yeah. Felicia is so often the only, only black person and only woman at the table. We have for a while, we've had other women playing but I don't know if we've ever had a game. Where we've had another black player, have we?
0: Not that I know of. Not from like not in Hawaii, that's
1: different. Oh well you weren't playing with me in Hawaii.
0: I came when I came to visit, but like the Robinson, no. Uh the other nerd shop in Effingham we lived at, no. The one well, we in Kokomo. Really that's true, we really didn't. We just knew the owner. Um Kokomo, no.
1: And then Pokemon never got around either. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and
0: here we did go to
1: here. Here we did some online. They are through all of my older friends, and they're all white. Well, all the ones. No, on no the I'm left. talking about the the
0: oh. old oh, game yeah, shop yeah. that just went out of business one mm-hmm. day, and it was gone. I
1: there was like maybe one black. There was a there was a black man who played. I think Transformers. Okay. He did. He wasn't. At, he wasn't at our table. Was more what I was referring to. Yeah.
0: So there was like one, but that never happens with like women. I'm usually the only black
1: woman and then the and then the D game i was writing that you didn't play for some reason um, actually had let's see here it was I, th- I think it was it was all white we had one girl really because she was still like in high school and then one trans man in that group but otherwise it was all white so yeah i think you've always been the only black thing there the only black thing okay that's how you say it i the only black thing I've been here. And I did. I've been there's been a lot of talk about session zeros, which is this idea where you should have a session before your campaign starts where you set out the themes and stuff, which I agree with to a certain extent. But the problem is, a lot of these people want you to have this entire session. Okay. You finally got everyone's schedules to line up, everyone's available. You show up and you spend the entire three hour session just talking about stuff you would like to do. It's like, no. And and I I get the point like these people want to like have this dialogue between players and GMs and all that I'm like this is the 21st century you can text me stuff but I sat down with with our two players and I was like look one of the available themes in Shadowrun is racism through the meta humanity uh, particularly racism particularly against orcs and trolls and I was like I said to him not quite this bluntly but pretty close like look I get that you're black people and I don't want your leisure time to have racism when you have to deal with racism all the time, but so they said they were okay with it. But well, I'll watch it. And you know, if it if they don't want to do it, they want to do it. Although it does sound like one of them. It sounds like the younger one would like to actually have some racism, probably so she can shoot some racists in the face, which would, would would probably be cathartic. So that'll be. We'll see how that goes. Even though she's playing, she's playing a human. I think so. That could be actually kind of interesting for her because then.
0: Oh yeah, her character. She said, "I want to live in a tree." Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> she decided she wanted to live under a tree, and I was like, "And this is this is where I think the experience of being jam jam comes in of." Just like, okay, you want to live in a tree. Um, the closest parallel to that is a squatter lifestyle. So this, these are the basic rules for that. So it helps the shatter has that flexibility. It was like, yeah, you want to live under a tree, and you want one of your contacts to be the spirit that lives in that tree. Okay, it's going to make your life more difficult because you're going to be a smelly street person who doesn't have a home living in detroit of all places but okay it's what you want to do yes i'm pretty pumped
0: about this i think it's gonna be fun and they seem that and that was the first time i met them and they seem very fun oh i like them they're, they have been of, they've been a lot of hilarious they've been a
1: big boost to my group
0: they're so much fun and everybody in their group is pretty because that's the first time i ever met like the people you actually play with i'm usually i couldn't play on like what was it, Wednesdays, because I work on Thursdays in the morning, and you get home, like, I'm awake, but I'm like, I don't want to have to yeah. deal with all that, like, right before I have to wake up at 3.30 in the morning, but Tuesdays is, like, perfect, because it's, like, I just practice in the morning at, like, 5.30, so I get to sleep in. So, yes, I'm, I'm excited, I finally get to roll a shit ton of dice. That's, <laughs> That's-
1: that is one of the things that Shadowrun has always had a shit ton of dice, although current editions have dropped it down back Yes, when I played oh, no. when I played third edition, um, regularly you would have people rolling eighteen dice for their primary thing. Because what they would do is they'd have a stat of six, a skill of six, and then they dump six dice from their combat pool into the attack. So they were ro- that's where I developed my weird rolling habit of slapping the table because I needed to control eighteen dice. <laughs> so now now the number has dropped to a more reasonable twelve to fourteen.
0: <laughs> I guess I'll let that slide. So yes, that's what uh we were talking about playing board games. I'd be like the we sidetracked about Shadowrun, but that's okay. Shadow I hope we get to do more board game nights. I would like to do some like host like a board game night here. Well I
1: think because we have a lot of boarding. I don't... (laughs) I I think that your friends would be glad to be here. I think it... I think this one just happened to be kind of he suggested hosting before you did.
0: Yeah. Well, also, because we're, like... We were already in town Mm -hmm. and, like... I don't want to... You know, gas is expensive. (laughs) And we were already going to mom's house, so... Like... Um... You know, I don't want to have to, like... Because it's, like, a 40-something... It'd probably be, like, an hour for him because he's, like, close to downtown. So... Yeah. Right. But, you know, I was like, well, we got food. We can order some pizzas, get something, and, like, just bring
1: some plates and, and junk. And Felicia was rude to me. How was I rude? Well, I was sitting there, and I was like, I was trying to figure out how to suggest it. This was before Beeler contacted us. I was like, why don't you just have a sleepover? And you made fun of me. Because that was the only way I could sleep think of. A, over. That's the only way I could think of. A refer to it. You have your friends come over. We've got the extra room, and then instead of having to drive home at you know one a.m. or whenever we're done, they just can just crash in one of the extra rooms and sleep. Yeah, we did that when we say that. Like,
0: uh, was it Ricky and Lindy's? Yeah. Well, we planned on that, because they had the space. Right, I'm saying, and
1: we could plan on that here. But you made fun of me when I called it a sleepover, because I couldn't think of a better term for it. Because people
0: don't want sleep over. We were just weird, because we're like, oh, we have friends, and we can play games all night and in, in the morning.
1: Mm-hmm. That oh, was, well, those were fun. Yeah, those
0: were fun. Well, we watched, uh, that was a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> we watched a movie. I, well, I've it's not a movie, it's a documentary. A documentary sorry not a movie about abercrombie and fitch hopefully i'm saying that right it's like the rise and fall of abercrombie and fitch you're probably gonna need to type in the movie graham he's trying to look it up on imdb i think and this is on hashtag not sponsored netflix and I totally forgot about this store until I saw it. And I, I was, like, scrolling through, like, stuff to download for my trip to Brazil, and I was like, oh, I remember this store. I'll watch it. I was like, oh, it's a documentary. I was like, oh, it might be interesting, and boy, was it interesting. <laughs> like, a lot of the shady shit going down in this.
1: The name was actually White Hot, The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. Okay, there you go. That That's what funny. I was looking for. Yeah. Um, it's not a movie. It's a documentary.
0: I, I fixed it. I fixed it. Go on.
1: Um, what I thought was interesting for this is Harry Potter and Fitch was very much a thing that existed in my world when I was growing up. I wanted nothing to do with it. I hated the look. I thought the idea of wearing clothes with a company's name on it was stupid as hell. I still do, but it especially was obnoxious, the Abercrombie and because that was the look. Like, you had this massive Abercrombie and Fitch, like, up and down your sleeves and stuff like that. I was like, okay, I don't want... And I already was kind of struggling with, like, where did I fit in, because I definitely did not really feel like I fit in with the community I was growing up around, because I just i didn't care i still don't and a lot of the stuff that you know I was expected to care about was like abercrombie and fitch style and i just did not give a shit
0: well i guess i'll do my experience because like in high school well first of all i was bigger so i couldn't wear the clothes like and that never really bothered me because i like when we go to like uh, like, hanging out with, like, you know, the basketball team, and they're like, oh, we're going to the mall, so, you know, have your parents, or have them pick you up, and we all go to the mall, hang out, go to a movie, or whatever, like, team bonding and shit, um, they're like, oh, let's go to Abercrombie and they're like, oh, yeah, fleece, you can wear this, I like, I ain't fitting in that, and I was way smaller, <laughs> then, I was like, 200 pounds, and, uh, you know, quote, unquote, that was probably big, but like they didn't make clothes for me and I didn't mind it because I was just like I'm not not really into that I was like into graphic tees and just like jeans or sweatpants that's what I basically wore in high school when I got to like Lawrence North otherwise it was like a uniform but like going in that store is like the music was just like pumping constantly and the smell like I had no idea what this store was because I was like I didn't go in there like we didn't shop in there because I was like I can't fit anything in there and I was just like I had such a headache coming. I was like, oh my God, I was like, I'm going to sit outside. <laughs> I was like, I was like an old lady at like 15. And I was like, I can't deal with this. Like, I was like, first of all, I, I'm, I'm okay. And then I don't know if they still have like the shirtless greeters, but that was like the thing. And I think at that store, one of my friends worked there in college and he didn't really enjoy it <laughs> all too much, but it was a job. And I think you had to wear sandals and jeans like that's what he had to wear for like his like outfit and it was like the distress like look and he had the Abercrombie shirt and come to find out they spray that stuff constantly like every hour to make it smell like that because he'd come back and we're like up here comes Daniel (laughs) because he smells like Abercrombie like working there I don't know I never really appealed appealed to me I thought it was like super preppy because like Spiking up the hair and like having the beach blonde and like that look was like super preppy kids, and like the multi collared shirts. Like I I don't know why that was a thing. Like having the like four, four collared, collared, collared shirts on and all the colors pop.
1: Four was a little excessive, but well, there was like two or yeah, three. there were times. Though. See, I guess I guess what's weird for me is so many of these things that we watch, um, for the podcast, like just do not have a connection for me. They just they they don't connected. This was aimed precisely at me. It was young, fit, white, upper middle class people in expensive clothes. Like that is, that was supposed to be where I landed. That should have hit me directly on the nose and it missed. And I, I'm sure part of that is growing up with an extremely frugal family. Um, that, you know, the idea of spending that much on a shirt was insane. Um, you know, I regularly wore, for store stuff. So it so that was Hey, that's in and cool. Now no, that's hip, that's hip and cool now, it certainly wasn't then. Um, but it was and and the thing that I didn't get because of where I lived up was just how ludicrously white that was. For it was white people, all the advertising was white people. White 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 white. Well, that was the whole
0: point of this like um they were basically like trying to separate, they just want to basically hot white people. And that was like the thing, because like their practices was like, um, there was a whole thing, like you need to watch this, because there's a lot, this is like an hour and a half like documentary,
1: like. Well, like one of the big examples was accessible hairstyles, they had a list, and, and one of the expressly denied one was dreadlocks.
0: Yeah, I was like, well, I couldn't work there. <laughs> and, um, it was just basically like, um, you couldn't, like, jewelry on men unacceptable women had to wear like nice light clean like stuff like the basically documentary was like they were being racist that's what it came down to like they got sued like at least once or twice Mm -hmm. like the store did and they had to hire a like a diversity advisor and He that, was basically like there to like you can't do this and, because it's racist. And he was
1: the black guy in the room and they did a little kind of nice thing of being like this guy really had a really shitty job. <laughs> like even the guy who even the guy who came in there would be like you guys are a bunch of racist assholes so like like man that guy was trying really hard.
0: Yeah, like they had a lot of uh like uh what was the one store like in the Pertain to, like, Asian people. Oh, like, it was
1: it was near one of the University of California. It may may have been UC Santa Fe. No, not, yeah. UC, not Santa, Fe, uh, Santa Cruz. I could be misremembering, but it was one of the University of California stores.
0: Yeah, but they had, uh, you know, the Asian people would, like, work in there. And they had a shirt that said, two wongs can make it white.
1: I was, was like, yeah, hey, yeah, damn. Yeah, Chinese, was Chinese very laundry. Racist. I remember that one. And that one, I was kind of indirectly told how racist so that was because of dad. Um, growing up in Hawaii.
0: I was like, that was oof. And then one of the girls said she used to work there, she brought like, you know, the Amber she'd wear it all the time mm-hmm. and she had to take down all her uh her stuff because she was like, Oh, I I can't support it? Like, it? like them
1: being I racist. Say it was an Asian, Asian. Who was doing it? specifically who you're talking about.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh sorry, an Asian woman and she took like, you know, her she had pictures of like amber models mm-hmm. and stuff and like their um, founder guy gotten some hot water like maybe sexually assaulting it was like allegedly
1: what it was is their image was built very heavily on one specific fashion photographer who was never officially charged with sexually abusing the young men who he was taking photos of but paid out hefty settlements to these young men um and they played up the gay subtones because so much of it was shirtless young men, which I thought, okay, it's there, but also they've got women running around topless. There's a lot of naked photo shoots. Like, yeah,
0: I never remember the men or, or the women. It was usually on those bags. People come out. It was like a shirtless dude. It was me- because the greeters were dudes they were shirtless
1: i i think part of the reason though that that's remembered is that was unusual for the time because we are so still so bombarded by bikini babes that the idea of there being bikini dudes was kind of like what but yeah it was just like that store
0: they're like oh and you know girls would go that's how you get like you know teenage girls would go in your stores.
1: like oh there's like hot guys out there
0: and i don't think i ever saw a black greeter probably not
1: one thing this did bring me back, though, was how pissed I was when they did that using wrestling for advertising. I was so pissed. Because I, I had been a wrestler from fifth grade all the way up to junior year high school. And to just see it's co-opted for this dumb BS. And they were always, and those photos were super gay. And I say that as someone who has long maintained against a great deal of resistance, that wrestling is not an inherently gay sport. A lot of people will disagree with me. They're wrong. <laughs> I mean, there are plenty of gay wrestlers, just like there's plenty of gay football players and gay any other athletic event. Wrestling is not an inherently gay sport. But they they really had the... The ad stuff they put together for that campaign was extremely homoerotic.
0: Yeah, so... uh, just watching this and... You know, they brought people because they got lawsuit from because um the one story that stuck with me was <laughs> because there was a black girl and she wasn't getting as many hours because of she was black pretty much they didn't want to put her they wanted her at night where like there was less traffic like you know through and she's like oh I can switch shift. like oh no you're not supposed to do that and basically she's she's like I haven't been getting paid uh, you know I'm not getting paid her as many hours am I still she's like oh yeah you're still you're still on you're still on the schedule and Come to find out, basically, they fired her without firing her, and then she was in the lawsuit with like all
1: a lot of the people they used for this. Um, they didn't state it, but you look looking back retrospectively, a lot of the people that used this video were the were the subject cases for the race race discrimination lawsuit.
0: That I mean, really what other better way? They actually worked
1: there. Right. They got a right. script. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, but that was that was what that the main pool of people for that was. Which I mean, they'd already decided at some point in the past that they were willing to be kind of the face of this case. Yeah, and there was another
0: case with a a girl with um, she had a hijab, mm-hmm. and they didn't want to hire her because they're like, oh, it's like a hat, so we can fight this. And I was like, that's like religious garment. Yeah, they,
1: yeah, for, that was <laughs> you can't do that. And they commented that was a really weird hill for that company to die on was denying hijabs.
0: Yeah, and she was, like, in, you know, the Supreme Court heard it, and everybody agreed except for Clarence Thomas. I was
1: going to say, 8-1 except for Clarence Thomas, because Clarence Thomas is going be guaranteed to choose the, just the wrong side of anything to be on. But, yeah, like, she was in the
0: history books, but, yeah, the the gist of the documentary was just, like, how, like, kind of, like, it was for preppy kids. It Well, it used to be, like, a... Uh, outdoorsy store it
1: started as a high-end outdoor store that people like Teddy Roosevelt would shop at for their porters when they would go out and live in the woods for three months and shoot moose yeah that's what they were and then the brand was reacquired and redeveloped by one CEO into a preppy South Cal SoCal let's be let's be more cool SoCal
0: yeah so oh man this I, I think you should watch it I thought it was pretty interesting yeah I because this was like something that happened in like my lifetime mm-hmm. <laughs> like that I actually remember growing up like in Abercrombie like I was like there ain't no black people working up in this store so I knew it was something right, <laughs> going on when I was like in high school I was like I ain't buying nothing from here that, that and awesome. Hollister were like the two like preppy brands I don't know if Hollister and Abercrombie were like a sister? No, like I think Korean. they were competitors in the same space. Okay, okay. but they were like the same things. I remember the little bird was like Hollister mm-hmm. and Amber Crabby was like A&F and people were like, oh, well this one's better. I was like, I ain't going to none of stores and I can't wear, first of all, I can't wear none. I was like, I don't see no black people up in there.
1: I realized one of the reasons why this didn't resonate with me. I completely missed mall culture. The only mall near us was, I think it's 40, The Fox Valley Mall is like 45 minutes away. So you had to get it. Pretty long drive to get out there. Mom was not interested in just dropping you off at the mall because you are just spend money there. And there were no stores in that mall I was really interested in. There was a hobby store that had, like, the entire Battletech collection that I probably would have shopped at more if I'd been there. Um, But Naperville has still has a commercial downtown district that now that's become more trendy, and you're seeing more use of it. But, yeah, it was – I just – I just—I never got into small culture, so it just was like all these people talking about meeting at the food court. I'm like, what's a food court? Why would you what?
0: That's because you didn't have any friends that would drive. You have any older friends that uh, had cars?
1: Yeah, by the time we got into that, we just we had other stuff to do. We were getting together on the weekends of playing D&D. Whoops. Nerd. Now, yeah, now, the... now all of us are married in Shut long-term up. stable relationships, so apparently we did something right. Oh, God. I blame us, the women.
0: (laughs) We felt sorry for you. But, yeah, I I suggest... I know we didn't do a very good job of summering it up, but... uh, Summarizing
1: it? Summaring it up means that you send it out to hang out for three months in, like, the Mediterranean.
0: Whatever. Okay, you know what I mean. I think you should watch it, because it's basically just going over, like, the, like, series of, like, how it started out super hot, hit a bump of, like, racism, the first one. And then they kind of started getting their speed back up and then got sued again and then still slowly (laughs) uh, steadily rising. And then the like the girl with the hijab kind of they dropped and there was like racist comments from like their. uh,
1: No, it wasn't those racist comments. He said that basically, if you're not cool, I don't want you shopping here anyways, which then which in the larger context of them having a racist sales strategy, made the whole thing racist. But you could pluck that out if you wanted to be, because they, shockingly, shockingly, the CEO did not agree to be interviewed for this. I can't imagine why he didn't want to, and he, I mean, for one thing, he's been out, I think he was kicked out in 05 or something. Shit, he's got a giant pile of money. Like, he doesn't need to defend himself. He's completely insulated by millions if not billions of dollars that he got from flogging a very specific lifestyle and there was this commentary about like well being white hot isn't really good because you burn out and i'm like what are you talking about that is what american business is obsessed with is with getting on the white hot brand and getting off of it before it wrecks That's what American business wants. It's not interested in sustainable growth. It's never been interested in sustainable growth. That's why sustainable growth is a weird concept in America. They want things that spread like a metastatic cancer and just explode everywhere. And and then they don't care if it burns out. As long as it does five or six quarters of ludicrous growth, they're fine. Because then they step off all the employees and everything else. They're fucked. They don't care. They stepped off. They made a whole bunch of money doing that manipulation, and they're fine. So I thought that was a little self-serving. Was uh...
0: so yeah, I enjoyed it. It was very interesting about like that company that I figured was slightly racist was racist. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I, I suggest checking it out. Graham, did you actually enjoy it? Because this was like in your time
1: zone. I actually had. did. It was it was interesting, and you're right. It was kind of strange to see a. Um, a uh, documentary that was about something that I that actually affected me and I actually lived through it, as opposed to a documentary about something that affected me that I didn't know about.
0: Yeah, so if you haven't, go go ahead and check it out. It's, it's, it's an interesting look on how things happen in that company because that was, there's a lot of stuff that was going down in there. But instead of Graham IDK this week, I will let you slide.
1: We have a question mm-hmm. from my brother. Yes, emailed to our email account which is the damn your tall pod at gmail.com which is an active email account you current listener can send an email to are you done yelling at
0: <laughs> I'm at not our audience. At the audience I
1: just think I like getting questions it gives us something to talk about and it allows us to engage with our audience I'm excited for questions even though this one's not for me at all and I can't answer it alright we have a question from Graham's brother Alexander
0: and it states, um, i got gonna pull it back up. Here we go. And it states, Felicia didn't really elaborate on the food she ate in Sao Paulo. Did she go to a Brazilian steakhouse? Well, Alexander, Graham's brother. Should I just say Graham's brother? <laughs> um, I did not go to a Brazilian steakhouse. I wanted to, but, um, we had to take a COVID test before we get into the country um, back home anyway, and if you tested positive, you couldn't go back home, so we tried to stay away from people as, like, much as possible (laughs) there, um, because we want to get back home, so I didn't get to go to Brazilian Steakhouse, we did eat in, like, the hotel we stayed out for, like, a week, they fed us three times a day, and we basically just ate there, and they had, uh, lots of Brazilian food, they had, like, fish, chicken, like, chicken every type of way baked uh mostly i didn't think they had fried so i shouldn't say every type of way but they had like legs thighs chicken breast and all that stuff um there's some pretty good desserts i didn't really eat too many of the desserts because i had like gummies and stuff and nothing really seemed that good to me but uh um, one of our one of my friends uh was eating the flan and she was like in love with it she would eat it like every like every meal pretty much if they put it out there she would eat it but um they had steaks i mean sometimes the food was better than others like there was dry chicken of course because you know it's apparently hard to make chicken sometimes not dry but everything was like fairly good like i didn't get sick that was the big thing i didn't get like sick from the food because that has happened to me overseas and it is not fun
1: no no it is not
0: (laughs) and i made sure i had was it uh Amodium and pepto. <laughs> I made sure I packed like all that Advil. I was like, I'm prepared. You never know. Mm-hmm. And I do not want to be stuck here like dying.
1: And I made sure I was like, and Felicia, if you get really sick, make sure you look for the Pedialyte brand and just drink that stuff because that is a, a solid way to recover from diarrhea, even though it tastes terrible because it's for babies. But yes,
0: I basically just had whatever we ate at our hotel. I I don't think I bought anything outside of the hotel. So um yeah. Oh no, I did get a Gatorade. I I tried one of their Gatorade their flavors because it's like their food is different. Like it's like their Gatorade has like half the sugar. Like their regular Gatorade has half the sugar that ours has. It. So we're all like like there was like some pineapple there and it looked fake. Cause we're like why is it like really like not like bright and like sugary looking and the girl tasted it and she's like this is really good and we're like what are they putting in our food <laughs> like everything has so much sugar in our food like comparing like the sugars and all that stuff and like power aids and gatorades and stuff it's like theirs is like diluted a little bit for their regular ones. so i'm wondering what their diet like their light Gatorade or whatever it tastes like.
1: Reminds you, I was talking to one of my friends. He was mentioning how a uh, Chinese food was too sweet. <laughs> His Chinese wife and I looked at it and said, are you an American? You think something's too sweet? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm pretty sure they're putting a
0: lot of like sugar in our food compared to like,
1: Oh, Oh, there's an insane amount of sugar in American food. That's one of the reasons why obesity. So obesity and teeth are so bad in this country.
0: So, yes, hopefully that answers your question. I basically stayed in the hotel so I can come back home within a week (laughs) because I was already stressing that um, I wasn't going to make it back to America because I'm waiting for my my Rona results in the airport trying to check in for my flight. So, yeah, if you want to send us a question, send it to damnyourtallpod at gmail.com. Then you can read out loud and we might give you a shout out if you put that in there. Yeah,
1: and we probably won't read you like the well-known podcast to read okay <laughs> i said probably,
0: probably. <laughs> you're gonna read them graham i'm gonna
1: read my nephews next time i get a mess, uh, question from my nephews and my brother
0: oh my god so yes please send us some more questions at damn your tall damn your tall pod at gmail.com follow me on instagram and twitter at fifi underscore j 247 on both follow graham on all his social medias
1: and it's just graham d mildrum because he's boring and lame yeah, and uh, if you try to Facebook message me, you probably won't because my Facebook's all screwed up. So, um, which is probably good because I don't really like Facebook. I only had it back when I was a journalist because I needed it. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe this is the crash I need.
0: Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, we'll see. You, yes. We'll, we'll see you next week, and you'll and next week you'll hear all about our trip to Tennessee, the Volunteer State.
0: Yes, and also, I will put this in here, because when they're listening to it, we will be on the road, so follow me on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, you'll have some behind-the-scenes stuff, Fifi underscore J247, and you'll see us traveling there, Um, we're probably not gonna stop too much, my mom's gonna make us a nice Hawaiian sandwich, so it'll be the nice five-hour drive, you'll see all the behind-the-scenes stuff before the podcast before it hits the next week. So, yeah.
1: And before Dad gets involved, it's only a Hawaiian sandwich because they use Hawaiian bread and there's some ham on it. That's, that's, that's the only thing that makes it Hawaiian. But just, just, just so I'm covering my butt. It's Yes, it's the Hawaiian bread. I don't know. Maybe Robbie will listen to this and he'll get mad at me. I don't know.
0: That would Anyway, that would be we'll like get you Robbie. on the next podcast. Bye. No,
1: I'm sorry, Robbie. It wouldn't be like you to be like that.